on digital and on 88 to 91 FM. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. This is the Russell Brand Show. It's Saturday night. Oh, good old Saturday night, eh? Christ, I feel upbeat about everything. We've got an awful lot to explore in this show. I'm here with Matt Morgan, who's in charge of the switches. You're right, Matt. Very well. You don't look very well, because I tell you what you've what? got is you've got a woolly hat on, then you've got your headphones on over your woolly hat. It's, it looks it like a flump. You. I do that every week, and it's you, never been raised. Do you know what, right? My dad once uh, had some sort of scalp surgery, and he wore a sort of woolly hat, and then he wore a cowboy hat on top of that woolly hat, and then we had to go to the park. And like, what? Well, we was in the park, he had a woolly hat what? on, then he had a cowboy hat a on top of the woolly hat. Well, you know, I don't want to go into the nature of that surgery. But nonetheless, he was wearing a cowboy hat, on top. he's had a hat stack on his head. And you look like how he looks. Hang on a minute, go back to the surgery. Hat stack, hat stack! Trevor an injury? here. <laughs> You're right, Trevor. Did you see the scarring? No, it's all alright. Trip, because I kind of get bogged down talking about that whole topic, do I? Because remember, I've not spoken to my dad for ages. Okay. Trip, you alright, mate? I'm recovering, mate. I've had a very traumatic uh, 48 hours. Which, because of the moon. Trip blames the moon for most of his private life. It's <laughs> <laughs> like working with a werewolf. <laughs> the like, moon. What's been going on? Well, I had my MySpace account deleted. I'm not surprised, Trevor, the way you've been using it. Out of the blue, <laughs> they did. I've been using it responsibly. Nonsense. I've been trying to create. Good. Spamming everyone about all your projects. <laughs> I have been, been spamming spam around I like a 14 year old boy. Do you remember spamming? Spam. That's yeah, so I, I, I think it's there. only a certain part of the country. Well, that's that. not national. Forehead spam to me means forehead. It means to me forehead spam. Oh, spam it! Yeah, that bloody spam yeah. it! I'll spam you, you spam it! All right, <laughs> stop it! It hurts. <laughs> hurts still. <laughs> that's what my whole life was like with that. Just yeah. people saying spam. Trevor, you've been banned from MySpace. I haven't. No, I haven't been banned from it. They've they put my account back up, but they just deleted it. It was an accident, surely. One of the most it's a, a great leveller of society, isn't it? MySpace open to all, but Trevor Locke's found a way. <laughs> Poisoning the well there. I haven't. I haven't at all. It was an administrative error. An administrative error, was yes. it, Trev? Yes, it was, and they yeah. apologised and they put it back up but okay. for a, a few hours, Russ. I just it was like there's I was... no more of these administrative errors. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hope we can avoid. Yeah. We've got a hell of a show on our hands later on. We'll probably talk to Noel Gallagher. That'd be a laugh, won't it? We've got a lot of things to clear up from last week's show, e.g., how are we going to celebrate being number one? Let's wait to, like, oh, to a number one podcast in are the country. still number one? Still number one. Keep downloading mm. our podcast for pity's sake. It means a lot to us, particularly me. I have a, a fragile ego and things like that. I sort of go number one podcast. Well, let's celebrate it then. Let's do that. Let's get an. We're going to get an ice cream van. That Why hasn't an ice know. cream man not contacted? Why? What is wrong with these ice cream men? <laughs> they want. It's a quiet time of year. It's a quiet time. They're doing f all else. I remember the ice cream men that came round our way. There was Fella Brothers and Rossies. Those were the <laughs> two teams of ice cream men. That, and then there was one called. Well, one man was once seen picking his nose by my auntie Pat. Oh. We never ever used his ice cream service. There was never, and I couldn't break that link in my mind. That link, that syntactic link between him picking his nose and the bogeys being in the ice cream, was as sure and as strong as the insemination of an egg by sperm. Really? That's how powerful it was in my brain. Oh, wow. Insemination of egg by sperm! Yeah, so I never ate his ice creams. Bogey nose ice creams. I can't remember what I called them, but they, you know, I rebranded it in my mind. So, uh, anyway, we're still gonna get an ice cream van. If you are an ice cream man, or know an ice cream man, Tell us, and we'll have that ice cream van off him. What we're going to do, we're going to park it somewhere, put on a sort of a gig Give outside. Give away free ice cream. You're going to do stand-up from on top of the van. 
Yeah, I'm I'm at my best when on top of vans yeah, throughout I've history. Seen you numerous times when I've got on top of vans has led to good. Like that time when we were going to go on a sort of a global tour to make an ill-conceived television program, and I dry retched onto a researcher because he said me being on top of a van was not telly. <laughs> <laughs> I disputed that. I thought that it actually was. Um, he was right as it turned out because we all got fired. So um, yeah, like let's get that ice cream van. That's an important thing. So if you know how to get one, uh, you can uh, email us russell.brand at bbc co.uk or you can text us 88291 and also text us your problems or no email us them then and then put your phone number on it so we can bell you we've got lots of people <laughs> <laughs> bell you bell you we'll bell them bell you. wide boy <laughs> oh son i've got a bit of nose bag if you're interested <laughs> no like we can ring people up if they've got problems lots of people have got problems last we've got a lot of business to sort out from last week's show for example remember this woman uh, goes to a leisure center she was saying that she was troubled because there was a male cleaner and his mop cupboard was in the ladies changing room so the male cleaner kept going in there and she felt that he was groping her with his eyes but i think i was on his side a little she bit wishes cry she wolf. wishes cry wolf She's crying wolf. Also, the janitor always makes me think of Hong Kong Fooey, and I felt enormous sympathy Hang for that guy. When did we start saying janitor instead of caretaker? Good point. <laughs> you have Americanised this show. I ain't, mate. I love keeping it anglicised, but I just do like Hong Kong Fooey. Now, listen, here's this email from people about pervy cleaners. I was listening to last week's show, says Duffman. Imagine that. He's called Duffman. He's not, though, is he? Well, this is what he says. I was listening to last week's show and I heard the rather pretentious lady complaining about the cleaner perving as he went to collect his various cleaning products. As a cleaner at a leisure centre, I often have to go into the ladies' changing rooms to reach the cleaning cupboard. <laughs> I don't like it. I always feel embarrassed and I avoid it when I can. We have a procedure where we have to knock on the changing room door first to announce to occupants that the of the changing room that a male member of staff is entering. We also do that when we sneak up behind them <laughs> and get inside their cozies. Do, I made that do they just knock? They don't go, knock, knock, it's a male entering. I think they go, knock, knock, male in- Right, this is a, let's do it as a role play. You're the woman, Matt, in a bikini <laughs> or something. Okay. Rat-a-tat-tat, rat-a-tat-tat. Hello, I'm a male cleaner, I'm about to come and use the stock cupboard. Oh, hang on, I'm not decent. Right, I'm coming in anyway! <laughs> Cop hold of that! And if you think that's chiff love, you've another thing coming. Oh, oh no! On Jesus's planet that's now, that's been said and ruined the whole point of the Bible. <laughs> so, uh, he goes, uh... There is a male member of staff entering. If the cleaners don't do this at her place, they are breaking some law or something. <laughs> <laughs> nice work, Duffman. A few months ago, I, as usual, had to go in the ladies' change rooms to get my mop because someone had been sick on the foyer floor. Ugh. I was with my colleague and we were both reluctant to enter the change rooms. I knocked on the door, opened it slightly and shouted, Hello! Anyone in here? Are you decent or decent? I don't know which one he means. No reply. We went in, then a few moments later we heard a shrill elderly woman shout, Don't come in, I'm using the lavvy. It was amusing. Keep up the good work. That's from Duffman. <laughs> so, in a way, the real victim of this is the hapless janitor being forced. Poor man. Yeah, he's been made to look a criminal. What kind of topsy-turvy society is it where innocent janitors are portrayed as criminals while women showing off their bodies? Have you read any, Nabokov? Have you any idea how those women's minds work? Crikey. So, anyway, yeah, you can tell us about experiences you, my bad. Ma dear Russell, Matt and Trevor, says Matt Shooter. Do you reckon he's called that really? Yeah. Why not? My dog is called You'll believe Duffman and you won't believe Matt Shooter. <laughs> well, it just sounds like, hey, I'm Matt Shooter. I've got an itchy finger. Yeah, Duffman. 
Get he's, on with it. <laughs> Duffman. He's just living his life. I'm the Duffman. I'm cleaning out the changing rooms, Duffman. I'm a bit of a scruffman. I'm changing the changing rooms. I'm touching myself while spying on female stuff. Duffman with a speech impediment. <laughs> Duffman, Duffman. Give me some I'm Duffman. Duffman. <laughs> I'm a Duffman. Go with your bins. <laughs> I'm Duffman. Give me a kiss and a cuddle. <laughs> Duffman, if you are listening, Matt. Is a bad person. Weren't you a dustman or something? Weren't I a postman? Postman, I was. I was never. A, I was never on the dust. I was never on the dust. You get a lot of money for being a dustman. I know you do, mate. But that's not enough of an incentive for me. I yeah. need to feel passion about what I do. You would have. You say you had one of those little dollies tied to the front Hold of your car. Hold on, you're selling it to me. You're selling it. What's the dolly you find like? Find a dolly in the rubbish. You put it on the put thing. Put it on the thing. An eye that's a button just hanging on string. Oh, Lovely, you and like it. Super Ted. You got thrown away like you were a bit of rubbish. You bastard. He showed them, didn't he? We never. He showed them because it turns out that that bear was super. So and had a TV show made about him. Actually, though, he wasn't super at that point. It was only because the spotty man threw that magic dust on him, which wouldn't have happened had he not been discarded. So, in a way, these hardships of early life can formulate your character and give you opportunities in later life. I think that's an important lesson we can learn super from Super Ted. A thesis by Russell Brand. <laughs> Ow! Oh, thanks, thanks. Oh, give it's us a card. Oh, hey, Bondy. Oh, tax, tax. All them people got inside my brain and make up about 80% of my personality. It was because it was on every night. It just it got to, didn't it, in the end? That bones, that, that gay skeleton. Yeah. Uh, then and that Old other tex. one. Old tax. Old tax. Because, like, Tex was very serious about stopping Super Ted, the leader of the villains, but the skeleton, I don't even know why Tex had him in the gang, really, because his contribution. That skeleton, you, the, one of the things that used to happen to him was he fell Every apart. Every week he fell apart. So like, see, Freepio, it's the fight. same type. It is, it's the same camp thing. See, yeah. Freepio gets pulled into pieces. Pulled apart. What is, is that, that what you were thinking when you yeah. started that sentence? Yeah. Why is there an archetype? You can understand the archetype of the young lead or the archetype of the miser, but the archetype of the sort of the gay thing that, that falls, falls apart. apart. <laughs> How has that ended our cultural consciousness as a young. Oh, where's Ned? About... <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, you pig. <laughs> anyway, this lad, Matt <clears throat> Shooter, if that's your real name, which I doubt, my dog is called Ben. This is boring. I think you should call your dog Snoop for obvious reasons. Well, that'd that... be useless. That's because our, uh, some people that are friends of, friends of the show in Ireland, they're dog breeders, boxer dog reader, breeders, they're going to give us a dog when the baby's born, aren't they, Matt? Yes, Russell. <laughs> Imagine that! It's coming over here, Trev. Do you think that it'll be good for us? It can be no. the, sh the dog, the show, our show will have its own dog. No, you can barely look after yourself. How are you going to be able to look after yourself? There you are, I'm over six foot tall, you <laughs> madman! That happened by accident. Nonsense. You didn't choose it. I did, I did. I was thoroughly well aware of what was going on. So, uh, no, we will look after this no, dog. No, we won't. Of course we will. He'll be a lovely little guy. How? We'll just give it dinner. Who'll, who'll give it dinner? Who? Give it dinner, cuddle it, make it wear a jacket. It'll be brilliant. <laughs> Come on, they're getting behind with it. animals wearing clothes. <laughs> what? You're always going on about animals wearing clothes. I do think about it a lot of the time. Why don't you open a zoo? Yeah, yeah. I like them it all so up. far. Yeah, good. So far, Giraffes, no problems. Bow ties. <laughs> Giraffes in bow ties. But loads of bow ties. Loads of them, bow ties. Loads of them, yeah. All the way up. You could have one, one, one giraffe that's like BA, could we? So like barackers? Yeah, like BA ones, sort of, you know, loads of chains around his neck. Yeah, why not? Have him. And what about a, a polar bear just uh, wearing some swimming trunks? It'd be lovely. Roller skates, come Roller on. Roller skates, yeah, fair enough. Let's, yeah, let's think about it. Okay, so if we do get a show dog, help us think of a name for him, but we've got to talk to them people in Ireland that are dog breeders and make sure we get them. Yeah. Because otherwise, we'd just be naming well, I think nothing. we'd have to go there and get it. Sign some papers. It's never going to happen. Get it. Can't like, we just it. have it sent? You no, know, we've talked about this. I don't want to go through any administrative procedure to get my hands on this sound. I want him sent to us sort of in a box with some yeah, straw. Yeah, they could come on a ferry. Come on a ferry. 
come on a ferry. It'd be yeah, lovely. he could be like the littlest hobo. He could Why probably not? come out on his own. Give him a neckerchief. Yeah. It'd be great. So, um, okay, what other things we've got to worry about? Lots of things, that's what. Here's Nat saying, boxer dogs are called boxers because when they fight, they use their front paws like a boxer would. They come from Germany originally. Thank God, at last we can rest. Is that true? But then if you, if they lift up their front paws, they'll just fall on their chin. <laughs> they won't, no. man. Why? Because <laughs> one paw's resting on the shoulder of the other dog and the other paw's patting the other dog like a boxing thing. They're very skilled. Really? Pugilists, yeah. these creatures. Okay, what else have we got to clear up? Uh, don't know really. We'll just help you over the course of the show. Now remember to email us with your problems and send us your phone number because when we're pre recorded, it really, really helps us. Also, I'm thinking of starting a new contest where you have to make a jingle for us. For example, Matt, do a jingle for our show, see what it comes out like. Radio 2. <laughs> nice. Trev? Russell Brand, Russell Brand, he'll come along and give you a hand. Russell, Russell Brand, and Trevor Matt. We're not doing that, the competition. <laughs> You've soured it, Trevor. No, no, it's going to be a great contest. Okay, so you have to think of jingles for us and record them. It turns out we're in Ken Bruce's studio today and he's got his own egg cup that's shaped like his head. That's look at a that. cup, a coffee cup, isn't it? No, mate, it's just look cup. at the top, just shallow. Oh, God. So you could have a Ken Bruce egg. Probably, why well, I don't know what point you'd have that, but... Why have we not Bre got egg breakfast? Cups? Well, because his head looks like an egg. <sighs> what are we going to have then? Spaghetti plates? If they made egg cups of us, the hair, what would they make the hair out of? They'd have to use that solid ceramic and make it curly. Mm, I wouldn't like that. It wouldn't look right. Like when in the paper they just cut round the top of my head and make it just round like a microphone instead of having it like fire how I asked the lady to do it. Ah, <laughs> I know. Not, not your know. usual bigwig. <laughs> That's why I'm helping out at Comic Relief this year because I too know suffering because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I have my head just rounded off. They round it right off. So, uh, right, a few things we need to discuss with you. Uh, right, send us an email with your problem, russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. A serious problem. Try not to make it always be about sex. For some reason, and I don't know what it is, people only send us problems that to do with sex. What is creating this culture of uh, uh, sex, sex? <laughs> I don't know, it's really odd. It's really odd. What's fueling this rumour mill? What? Did, what? You once said that. What? Without <laughs> irony, didn't you? What? When? What about? I can't How? remember what it was. <laughs> what, some kiss and tell or something? Can I some Kiss and What's tell. fueling this rumour mill? And you were sat between two lap dancers <laughs> through the newspaper. And thought, What's fueling this rumour mill? <laughs> How dare they, girls? Daddy needs cheering up. <laughs> chop, chop. Come on, Lula Bill and Tootsie. Get to it. There's some vicious lies about me in the paper and I'm very upset. Now, it's put me in a foul mood. Could you both kiss? <laughs> That's it. Kiss more aggressively. I sensed love in that one. Oh. a journalists got in. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> A vasectomy would be pointless on a cat, because he'd still have all his hormones and wander and fight and catch the stupidly named cat diseases, says John the Vet. This is because I have had my... Well, I didn't have my cat's nuts off. I went away for a few days, came back, my cat's nuts were gone. Little right. lovely black bumblebee nuts, gone forever. So I swear, Matt, you were saying, why not give him a vasectomy, John the Vet? No, you said that, that and I said, what's the difference? I didn't know what the Oh, you didn't know what the difference was? Hey, hey man. Hey, hey, easy. Okay, so the reason you don't give a cat a vasectomy, Trevor, is because it's it my would be idea. To give it to I said give it a vasectomy. John the Vet says don't. Well, bless him for saying that. Well done, John, for taking that effort. Well, and, no one's going to get to the point where they've done it but without a vet. You know, exactly. A vet's going to be involved. Home, yeah. yeah, you're not going to do it with some, like, some nail clippers That's or your John... own elbow. Yeah, exactly. So what are you saying about John the vet? I don't know. But, 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 <laughs> do we trust off. him? He's what makes him off. tick? 
Anyway, what is going on being a vet? Seven years it takes, and at the end really? of it, just as you're a vet. All you can do is animals. Do you reckon? Are they good? All you can do. Could they be a doctor to their own family? Could they be a doctor? Because, say, if you know how a monkey works, you've got to know how your family works. <laughs> I don't think they do monkeys. They do monkeys. They do monkeys. Isn't it? Isn't it? Zoo vet. Where did yes, you that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, that's... Move on now. You don't know nothing about zoo vets. Why you don't you go to anything. monkey world? Because you always say this and I don't want to. Matthew, it's going to be great. There's monkeys. Russell it's... thinks there's a place on the inside of the earth called monkey. Monkey world, <laughs> that's right. And the monkey's there with levers and Statue switches. Statue of Liberty is in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> you maniacs! You blew it up! Where is monkey world? Somerset. Somerset, somewhere like that. One of those ones that's down there. Chimpanzees, they used to smoke fags for a job on the Spanish coast. Now they're like normal monkeys, but they keep remembering the old days. So they sometimes want a fag or something or just pick up a twig and go, Hey, what's going on? Hold really? it like, like, hold it like Hannibal. Imagine that's the fun. To you, is it? I think it is, yes. I, I don't know really if you like remember it. the 18, but it was bloody entertaining. That's anthropomorphisation of animals. That's all you ever go on about. What's the point of texting the show? Russ, Cocky Locky, and Matty Morgan ain't going to see it. Just the people listening. Oh well, love who? We will see it eventually. <laughs> everything huh? comes to us eventually. Eventually, yeah. everything. That is a unifying theory there, as extolled by the lovely Matt Morgan. Now, we've got a young man on the line. He has probably got a name, and I dare say it's written down on this piece of the old parchment. Squeaky man, he calls himself. Alex, age 13, in Bricksworth. That's a made-up town, if ever I heard of one. Let's talk to Alex right now. Alex, hello? Hi, Russell. You don't sound 13. You sound like one of them terrifying lads who reached puberty at nine. Thank you. <laughs> You're very mature. So, uh, Alex, you're 13 years old? Yes. You live in a place called Bricksworth? I do. What's it like there, mate? What does that mean, Bricksworth? What's it like? Um, what goes on? I know what it's like. I used to live near there. Trevor, let Alex have a little moment. <laughs> He'll probably come round here and beat you up. He sounds like a man mountain. Go on, Alex. What's it like in Bricksworth? Old. bit boring. Mate, don't um, let it drag you down. Pardon? It's old and boring. I just don't want you to... You sound a bit downbeat, a bit down the dumps. I want you to sound more upbeat, more cheerful. Hmm. We can cheat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Oh, Alex, come on, Sunshine. Now, look, you've obviously rang us because you've got a problem. This is our item we call Cry for Help, where we help people. Now, if you want that help, you have to be prepared to go, Help! in a voice like that. And also, young Alex can perhaps try and do a jingle for us. But firstly, let's try and cheer him up. Alex, what seems to be the bloody trouble, Sunshine? Well, I'm scared of dogs. You're scared of and, them. And, um, like, when I go to the park and stuff with my mates, mm. there's always some old dog. And we're playing football, and then his dog comes and runs at us. <laughs> and, we're, and then I, I have to make up some excuse, like, I can hear the kettle or something, and run home. <laughs> I can hear the kettle! <laughs> what, you're pretending that you're the kettle's daughter, and you have to respond to its <laughs> siren cries? Yeah. Mm. And so, so I just run home and it like, annoys my friends. Hold on, Matt's been through a similar problem. Okay, so listen, you've finished outlining the problem. All that's required now is for you to say help in a sort of comedic way, and then we can get on with it. Help! <laughs> Ooh, good lad, do that at the dog, it'd terrify yeah. it. Stuck terror into me very heart, it did. Okay, so let's, well, let's help Alex right away. Matt, you've been in a similar situation, you claim. Yes. What would As you do? As a child, I was, um... Mauled by an Alsatian. Mauled? What yeah. do you mean, mauled? Well, I had to have stitches in my thigh. I because <laughs> in your thigh? Who yes. are you? Dionysus, Zeus, giving birth to a god. Why did you have to have stitches in your thigh because for? Because a dog bit it. It bit you on an the Alsatian. thigh? An yeah, it was really bad. Was blood what? went everywhere, it was really bad. What was it trying to do? I don't know why it happened to me. On numerous occasions, I was mm. haunted by dogs throughout my childhood, and I know the pain. Haunted by them? Alex is going through. But the thing I would say is, why don't you admit it to your friends? 
Admit to All the thing. All these lies about the kettle summoning you and stuff. That's if, a secondary problem. I'd say that's a peripheral problem. No, because they can help him with it. They can, they're not they're not running home. Because it's his age. Masculinity is yeah, very his important. His friends are the puberty. same age. What, you think he's going down there with city bankers <laughs> and playing football? I think he's playing football with some octogenarians. <laughs> I reckon he picks him up from a hospice in a van and then goes off for a game of thucker ball. No, I'm saying at that age, he's forming his identity as a man, isn't he, young Alex? You yeah, but form it with fear. your mates as well. Say, I'm scared of dogs. Mm, fair enough, fair enough. Now, I, before we move on, I too suffered at the hands of an Alsatian. I think he was called Sherman or something, which made it worse because I think that's a type of tank. And he once, he, I, I went to see my mum at work and it was my mum's boss's dog and Sherman the dog sort of jumped up and he sort of had one paw either side of my neck and I was against the wall. So I was pinned up against the wall as if it was like an, a clinch. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As if he was about to get off with me like uh, like I was Ginger Rogers or something. That's how I saw myself. And then uh, the dog was barking and licking in my face. The way I dealt with it was just to cry. So, <laughs> that seemed to temporarily alleviate the stress. So, hold on, Trip. now, but Alex, we're, we've not forgotten you're there, we're working on your problem, we get to the hub, the nub, the core, the apex of the issue. Trev's from Brickle Spat, or whatever it's called, <laughs> and uh, he, he's bound to have some bonkers views. Go on, Trev. Well, let me ask you a question. What do you feel? What is the fear? What is the nature of your... What are you worried about? You get worried about getting beaten or uh, beaten. bitten. <laughs> or beaten. Bitten. 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 Are you worried about getting bitten? Or are you worried about your friends laughing at you because they think it's funny that you're scared of dogs? More worried about getting bitten than them laughing at me. Okay, right. Right, well, this is a very practical thing to be worried about because dogs do bite people. Have you ever been attacked by a dog when you were a younger man, Alex? No, I, I didn't, but it's just sort of... They're running at you, they've got their teeth bare, and it's sort of a bit scary. It is scary. It's a very primal fear. Now, of course, the very notion of the devil comes from, some have argued, old Aboriginal tribes sitting around the campfire, which, when they talked about like being devoured by a demon, by some primal beast, of course, they've, they found the bones, right, the fossilised bones, of those creatures that were part cat, part bear, that used to eat human beings. So there were things, predators out in the woods that used to kill us and destroy us. So this atavistic that means throwback, fear that you're experiencing, Alex, is perfectly understandable. But that's not getting us out of the problem. It's the fear of death itself. That's what Alex is suffering from. I think it's death. I think it's the... <laughs> yeah. Hold on, let's do it. Hold on. We've got sound effect of a dog here. Let's Alex, see how it makes you tell feel. tell us how this makes you feel. <laughs> How's it make you feel, Matt? Scared. That's enough. How long is it going to go on for? He can't it. stop it now. It's gone. Oh. <laughs> right, so Alex, how did that make you feel? It's scaring me. What you need to do, Alex, I think Matt was actually correct when he said, tell your friends about it, share it with them. Say, look, I'm a little bit scared of these dogs. I haven't got the loudest kettle in Brick Battlesworth. <laughs> you just say to them, I am a bit scared of these dogs. I'm afraid that one of them might tear out my lungs or something like out of American Wealth in London. The dog might want to play with you. This mm. is what I never understood, because I never had a dog. I didn't know if it was being nice. People mm. go, he's all right, he's friendly. He won't hurt you. Me. And I think, well, it might kill me. I don't know mm. what, it, what are the signals. Yeah, yeah, well, you don't understand the signals. All that yeah. bearing the teeth, that might mean... Even that dog, in its own little way, might be going, Hey, what's new, <laughs> pussycat? <laughs> Wanna go surfing? So I imagine, right, now you condemn me, Matt, for my anthropomorphology, but I would say this, Alex, when that dog comes pursuing you like an angry panther, why not just imagine it saying this? Uh, imagine, no, just do this music in your head. Mana, mana. And as it pounces on you and clamps its jaws <laughs> around your throat, just think about coke. Pops, and the whole experience will be a joy. How about that? That sounds great. <laughs> that sounded sarcastic, young man. Don't go to the park anymore. Get a games 
machine and stay at home. Stay at home in Thanks. a windowless room. Let society beat you down. So, um, listen, young man, I think what you want to do is uh, learn a little bit about neuro-linguistic programming where you learn to put fear in a different perspective. Imagine that dog being very, very tiny. Imagine its barks instead of being loud. Imagine it saying things like, I want a lollipop. And do those things in your brain and that dog will lose all its power. Uh, so, Alex, have we helped you? Yes, you have. I, I should go and do all of those things now. Try all those things, young man, and we'll get you to the top of your game. Like, there's no reason to be afraid of anything in life. You know, inevitably one day we will all die, but on that journey we can perfect our souls. Now, young man, you are strong and powerful, and within yourself you have everything you need to get through life. So, but, you know, do that other thing. Learn about neuro-linguistic programming, you can overcome your fear. Old Paul McKenna's done wonderful work on my brain box. Now, uh, that's, that's it for you, Alex. Uh, say help once more, because I liked it when you've done that. Help! That's young Alex, everyone. Bye. Ta -ta. Bye, love you, bye. He goes a bit Russian when he says help. He does go a bit Hey, hey, you! <laughs> Glass-mobbed <laughs> perestroika! <laughs> yeah, he was a crazy kid. I think we've helped him, haven't we? I don't. I think he'll be eaten by wolves within a week. I yeah. would say so. I would say he'll be devoured by a pack of stray dogs within moments. Crazy Did you world. used to play Knockdown Ginger? Yeah, I did, actually. I was pretty good at it. Some yeah. say the best. The best there ever was. Yeah. I was the chosen one. And, uh, budding. Do you remember throw buds at people's windows? What? Budding! You buds? pick some rose buds, you throw the buds at people's windows. That's nice. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's what you do when people get married. No, you throw them real aggressive like. <laughs> you know, what? hard, hard buds I'm talking about. Not soft buds. What, not and they burst? They just make a sound. What, like, doom, someone goes, did someone just hit the window? <laughs> no. And you get outside going, out of key. Yeah. <laughs> Budding. <laughs> Take that, society. <clears throat> now I'm going to go throw a leaf at a car. <laughs> <laughs> then send these earwigs back into society. <laughs> Some of them ain't even served their full sentence. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is I was pretty wild as a kid. Pretty wild. Congrats on the podcast, says Jez from Northampton. Get on with your world domination campaign. Gather the troops and get the ice cream van loaded up. Jez, we will not let you down. He's in Northampton, Jez. There must be an ice cream man listening. Why are they not listening? All what woman. are they doing? Ice cream man, all woman, yeah. But not the hot dog people. No, what? Oh, what? They're gangsters. They'll they? kill us all. Oh, God. Of course they will. They're not gangsters. They might, they're not. They're I don't not know gangsters. what they're up to. I like them. I've got nothing against no one, ever. You now, coward. You're scared of uh, even <laughs> the hot dog killed? men in London. <laughs> how, can be, how can a hot dog man be a gangster? Oh, because they've got a picture or a patch or a pot they or something they're proud of. They're, they're run by, they make, those hot dog things in London make thousands of pounds a day. Oh, really? Yeah. Are they fronts for something else? They do, they honestly do. They're millionaires. They're not Out of hot dogs. Oh, yeah. There's a gambling den down in the bit where the burgers are going. <laughs> no, do you know what, though? Do you know, the... Hold on a minute, there's mice arguing under the stairs! <laughs> no, but the, the flower stall on Pimlico Square, that's a front. What for? MI5. Trevor, if you Trevor. know about it, what kind of a front is it that well, you've infiltrated it when yeah. buying some daffodils? I shouldn't have said anything. Oh dear. Christ. <laughs> oh no. Is that true? Luckily this is yeah, that even... front on Pimlico... Pimlico Square Flower Store is MI5. Um, it, it, look, I went to the... I, I said too much. I went to the Eastern I European... A bot! A bot! Swab! Swab! Luckily Trevor. this is a pre-recording, I know. He's wearing a wire. Trevor, you are wired up. What is that wire? How do you think I get this hair to stand up? But um, just assumed it was sheer bad luck. <laughs> Trevor, for heaven's sheer sake. bad fashion sense. <laughs> no idea what's going on oh, out there in the world. Stop it, Trevor. Don't say things like that. I think you've just seen the film Buster. No. Saw there at the end of the film no, Buster. No, 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 no. He had a flower yeah, stall. Yeah, no. I have a Quite friend. Right. 
I had a friend who worked at the, uh, I don't believe it. Goethe Institute. Go Reinhold Schultz-Tammann worked at the Goethe Institute and he invited me to Every a special... Every time we ask him to explain anything, it goes all mental and well, boring. It just yeah. takes a little bit of concentration rather than your sort of pinball machine brain. <laughs> <laughs> that deaf, dumb and blind kid likes it. Here he goes, there we are. He's Come on, is that true or not? This is true. Trevor, it's true. Why? Why? Look, what what's wrong with you? Everyone knows it. And why have you said it on the, the BBC? <laughs> On the BBC, I brought this company into disrepute. No, listen, they had a, a, an embassy there, the Eastern European Embassy, mm. and there, there was a flower stall there. In the middle of nowhere, where there's nobody passing by to buy flowers, why have a flower stall there when there's no passing by? Is this by? your evidence that you've just worked out yourself? They told me about it. The Eastern Europeans told me about the it. The Eastern Europeans? What? Yeah, back in the 80s. Back in the 80s? You were a little boy. I thought they didn't what tell me about it back in, this They information. told me about it now. Trevor, the child detective, like some <laughs> CIA Harry yeah. Potter. Here, this flower's all suspicious. You're living your life like an Enid Blyton fantasy. They told me about it last year. Trevor, I don't believe it's you. It's still there. That flower's still still there. Why is it still there? Who's buying the because flowers? people are spying. Okay, no so one's buying flowers. Day. Oh, Trevor, if, day. It is, if it is a spying thing, what's yeah. the good of it? What yeah, is, what's it just get? seeing people oh, going in and out of an embassy. Someone oh, who's had all that training's got to stand there selling flowers. <laughs> what's the Seven point years. of it? What are they getting? Okay, they're Bob. not selling flowers to raise Bob, money for MI5. That's not how they get funding, okay, is it? Okay, James, we want you to spend the next five years deep cover selling daffodil bulbs. This is not you. Oh, now you've killed your second man, you can move up to selling calendars at Waterloo. It's rubbish, because you'd have to learn about flowers, because otherwise it would be back, you know, you'd have to go, well, yeah, you have to have a bit, do you want a bit of spray with that? Yeah, so. you have to know about that. Do you want the brown bit? Do you want the ribbon? Do you no, want a cuddle? bit? What <laughs> do you buy? Dear Russell, Matt and Trev, says Sammy in Plymouth, I was listening to your podcast the other week when Russell mentioned, and everyone should listen to the podcast because then we can get our ice cream van thing. Russell mentioned that dolphins like their penis to be touched. Don't make Russell. out like I'm a badly Sorry. behaved zookeeper. <laughs> I, I've picked it up somewhere, that's all. I've never seen a dolphin. And if ever I was on holiday... I've never seen a dolphin. That's not a alive. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. Well, everyone's seen a dolphin. I've seen it on a telly. I've not You've been not one round out. Seen one at SeaWorld Come or something. On, Listen, all dolphin. I'm saying is I, I do not count any dolphins among my acquaintances. And if I was on holiday and they go, do you want to go swimming the dolphin? I'd go, no. I'd just stay here in the hotel. Thanks. See you later. That's because the dolphins would see through you. They would not they see would. through okay. me. They'd make me their leader. <laughs> well, <if laughs> dolphin, <laughs> them dolphins would love me. But by the end of the hour, they'd dress up as me. Those little guys. They'd, l they'd have little bit silver jewels around their blowholes. Listen, I definitely believe that dolphins do like their penises being touched, says Sammy. A few years ago, while I was in the sea... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like he spent over a year in the sea. Yeah, a few, I was just hanging around in the sea. <laughs> 2005, I was <laughs> in the marine world. <laughs> <laughs> I ran in a, a late-night garage. <laughs> right, he goes, I was in the sea, a dolphin came to the shore. Excited as I was, I swam up to stroke him. He decided to take advantage of my enthusiasm. He's making himself the victim. The man and a dolphin getting a sexual situation. The man is culpable. You can't say that dolphin was a sexual predator. Well, it was stinking of perfume. <laughs> Bloody thing, it came up to me. It looked beautiful. It had the cracking set of tits. I didn't know what to do. I saw Flipper. I never once did Flipper go with that little boy. You get off that other boat and get into my car. <laughs> Dolphins are not like Billy ocean. Now, come on. Excited as I was, the, 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 I swam up to stroke him. He decided to take advantage of my enthusiasm and slid his erect penis into the leg of my shorts. Oh, no! 
no, right, I hooked him. What a lovely method, though. I oh, know. You've got to credit the dolphin. That's a good move to do That's that. That's not true. Yeah, right up the shorts. Well, the th <laughs> <laughs> they let children man. swim with dolphins. Someone should start looking into this. <laughs> Perhaps Trevor and his juvenile CIA squad could get involved. Well, the thing is about dolphins. Trevor, no, let's go with the email because you're going to sidetrack us. I know what happens. You start stuff like this thing is about dolphins, and in a minute you'll be saying something that has long, boring words in it that make me it's switch off. It's a very off. simple fact no, that will make this quite no, clear. Please, you mustn't tell us. Come on, we've got to go on with this. So, look, we were doing a lovely email about dolphins, Winky, going up for someone's shorts. <laughs> now, look, it slid its erect penis into the leg of my shorts and insisted on dragging me through the water. Seems like there was a pro Protracted period of negotiation. Hey, come what do you on, please. <laughs> Here, let me just drag you around. Let's go with it. Do it for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> See how you like it. Hey, you see the kids really like those banana rides. <laughs> this is the same sort of deal, but it's on a dolphin dick. <laughs> Put the money in my shoot on top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> We're going on a Disney adventure. <laughs> hey, forget about the jet skis. This is the real deal. Dragging me through the water, still attached. This is lies. I physically had to detach myself from what physically. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> you can't metaphysically detach yourself from a dolphin anyway. Well, like, if I was being raped by a dolphin, I'd metaphysically detach myself. <laughs> oh, just think I'd about look. something else. Think I'd, about the, I'd think about that kids' TV show, The Machine Gunners, right? And just think about that and nothing else for the rest of my life. Yeah. Then just dedicate myself <laughs> to staging productions <laughs> of it in South America. And I'd go, this just doesn't have any cultural relevance to us. And I'd just say, listen, so Captain of a dolphin. He proce proceeded to try this on with a few other females. Oh, this is a lady. Just for, I don't, you know, why was she wearing shorts in the sea? That's oh. the thing that's most suspicious. What kind of woman wears shorts in the sea? It's bound to lead a dolphin on. Of course it is. He's sending it mixed messages. Thing. They love it. Kinky, kinky. <laughs> why don't you just go in dressed as G.I. Joe, Sammy, you pervert? <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you think it are? <laughs> okay, I'll I don't believe the dolphin then moved on to other girls. What do you mean? Like, it's, hey, listen, it was a nice relationship, yeah. but I want to see other hey, people. Hey, you're not into now. it, that's cool. <laughs> hey, that's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of Hey, there's plenty of other people in shorts in the sea. <laughs> Know what I'm saying? Huh? Come on, I'll let's go. snag me another. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is called my snag rag. <laughs> Come and join the party. I'd also like to take this opportunity to say I love your show and I download the podcast every week as everyone should. You make great radio. Well, Sammy, in Plymouth, now you've been part of it. Thank you very much I'm for your sexy contribution. I know the reason for this. your dolphin fact? Well, I know that Right, I... now, let the world know, Trevor, if this is boring, we're going to seriously consider your position on the show. Now, Look, come on, let's hear it. Dolphins were monkeys. They right, evolved, that's it. I don't hear any more. They evolved into monkeys first of all, <laughs> and then, then they, they back went. Again. They went back that's into true. the sea. They, so what? Limbs that exactly. So if you're What's a dolphin evolving in two directions. If you're a dolphin and you see a mammal with limbs, you might think that's you because you remember when you were a monkey, and you might think that's who you're supposed well, to be going out with. Well, then why don't all of us then, through our limbic systems, remember the lizard days and like get all turned on by we Godzilla? Do. Yeah. We do. No, we don't. I'm not turned on by Godzilla. I see it and think. Oof, what a waste of money. Oh, come on. Sometimes you see an animal. I don't see animals, Trevor. I confine myself to human it's females. Well I'm very known. fussy about that. Come on, everyone. Let's focus now. I'm focused. Um, listen, dolphins may very well become monkeys, then become another thing, and then go back and forth from that. But this is the real problem. They didn't become not monkeys. Ours. They walked on land. They were monkeys. I'm going back to the sea. Oh, oh, screw this. I'm going swimming. It's boring up here. <laughs> I can't get my hands on any tizer. See you later, squares. Let's go to the news soon. No, no, there's no news yet. There's plenty of time for the bit of the old newsy poos. The important thing is this from Leo in Manchester. Really like the show. I had a f 
I had a fact that I would like to contribute to Russell and Gerald Durrell's book if they write it. Dolphins have prehensile genitalia, meaning they can move their genitals around with as much dexterity as humans use their hands and fingers. I think that's why they like their willies being touched in the same way humans like to feel things with their fingers. Maybe Thanks. it's like a handshake to them. Maybe to them it's as simple as that. And do you know what, Matt? Would our society be any the worse if we replaced the handshake mm -hmm. with a little willy wiggle? Mm -hmm. Wind your body, wiggle Don't your willy. It. said it. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Why not do a little, hello, please? Demetrius, sir, don't mind if Shake I do. It. Like that. Just flip it underneath it with a lolly stick. And you're going to ring it? <laughs> That's all I suggest. Russell and Trevor. This is from Rianne Starr. Dolphins are sacred and beautiful. Russell and Trevor, question mark. No mention of you here in this one, Matt, but you did get one earlier trying to sex you up. Dolphins are sacred and beautiful creatures. Please don't degrade them by talking about them sexually. Thank you. I oh. agree. I agree. Well, hang on, yeah, but sex is a part of the universe, love. Yeah, that's not degrading. Sex is not degrading unless you do it properly. Now, what I'm saying is, <laughs> well, what I think the real problem is, is this dolphin sticking itself up someone's short legs, <laughs> which I, I'd love to watch short that. Legs. Short legs. <laughs> hey, that guy done me the short legs. I never asked for this. I think that um, the thing about them having gen like if the genitals are operable, yeah, yeah what, maybe prehensile. Yeah, he's probably looking articulated. For, what, they might be looking for food with it. He <laughs> might be sniffing out a bit of grub no, on the seabed. Yeah. Yeah, he's quite not possibly. Eat, Maybe it's, he, he goes around with that Elephants smile. pick things up with their trunk. Exactly. Maybe a dolphin whips it up with its winkle. He's, he's got a scavenging it? willy. You've got a scavenging... I've been accused of worse, Matt. <laughs> I'll tell you. Terrible thing to say I've about been dolphin. dragged through life by that appendage. Everyone goes on about dolphins being really clever, but... Yeah, but what, what, what have they done? based well, on? Not their IQ is unknown. We do not know how clever they are. This is the point. This is the serious point. They were, like us, walking around with limbs and stuff on land. They've gone back into the water. We don't know how clever they are. Maybe they, they reached the, the heights of spiritual awareness. <laughs> exactly. And just went, right, well, that's it. Let's go and live in the sea. Exactly. No, we definitely know. I mean, just because they've not got, you know, they've not in developed photo booths or Calypso ice poles, we can't condemn them as are being dark. looking for Calypso? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Matthew, whether or not money has changed hands, I'd like to make this clear. <laughs> Calypso, have a Calypso. It's so cold on your lips, so cold on your nips, so it makes me feel a grip on my own back. Tucks and dance, Calypso, yeah. That is my view, not the view <laughs> of Calypso Corp, who do a lot of good work for charity, could I just take the opportunity to say. And when you've got a Calypso <laughs> in your hand. Calypos. I don't know what they are. You better get it right, mate. Their legs. We're going to lose the contract. What? Oh, no. Don't go with no one else. You can't. I'm the face of Calypos. Now, come on. Here, someone else called Callum Bolt, if that's your real name, Callum, which I doubt, says, I felt compelled to find out what a dolphin's penis actually did look like after hearing your podcast. I found this. I hope you find it useful. He sent a picture here oh, a of a dolphin's emerging... Well, what it looks like is it looks like an eye with, say, I don't know, some sort of ice pole hanging out of it. Let's Perhaps a Calypso. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Matt, you have a look at that. Put that up on the website, take it down, Mikey, because I think Ugh. a lot of people want... Matthew, don't be childish. Nature's beautiful. It looks like another little fish burrowing into a sort of dent in the dolphin. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. That's nature. That... There's nothing wrong with Mother Nature. That could actually be a parasite. 
Ridicule is nothing to be scared of. Did you learn nothing, Cough Adamant? Hi, Russell, Matt and Trev. I love listening to your show. I just want to add that a percentage of dolphins are gay and they have sex with a blowhole of the same-sex dolphin and stimulate each other's genitals with sonic pulses. That's surely a lie. If you're a vet, like John the Vet, who's always sticking his oar in, why don't you tell us whether or not he that's true? Know. He won't know, will he, will he? If you go, oh, is it a cat in a tree? Oh, <laughs> that's all he knows <laughs> that's about. That's fine, man. Oh, yeah, I just don't know what everyone gets up to, which makes it very <laughs> difficult when things are on fire. I end up bothering orangutans, <laughs> I'm like Clint Eastwood. Dolphins have been known to mate with sharks, turtles, eels, and humans. No, they haven't. That's not true. They tried to, but not. They They've could tried it on, but they can't successfully do it. Well, there was a man They're that mammals, done they? it with a uh, yeah. dolphin. Yeah, but he didn't have a baby. He did it. have a baby. Why not? He had a baby. You can't. It's science, says <laughs> hey, mammals. Matt, stop trying to pin me down with your rules, yeah? If a man and a dolphin want to have a kid, so what? It's not so long ago the same-sex couples were condemned. Now, Why did you have your cat's nuts chopped off? I didn't want it. I was on holiday. I, would, I was away working in some Is it your housekeeper thinks your relationship with the cat's wrong? <laughs> I don't know what motivates that woman. Really, I don't. All I know is I miss those little bumble balls. Anyway, apparently 10% of sheep are not interested in sex. How would you ever do that experiment? Because they run away. <laughs> you silly childish man. And 6% are gay. Thanks for the many hours of enjoyment you bring. Not during the show, of course. On your visits. That's from Kaylee. That's only a joke. That last bit is from the show. Okay, <laughs> should we have a little bit of newsy poos now? Okay! Time for us to do a little show we like to call the news. It's all about stuff going on on our lovely little planet that we all live on together. So why don't we make an effort to make it nicer? This is 88 to 91. Hold on a sec. Dolphin. Dolphin. I'm saying this. Dolphin Dinkle. No, Get that, Dolphin we've done Dinkle. That we've done have we really? Yeah, we're we obsessed. Said... Go on. Have you got any suggestion, Mr. G. Pike Laureate of the show? I would say. What is it? Huh? Parasite. Parasite? Bumblebee nuts. happen in the news anyway. Bumblebee yeah, it's nuts. It's probably not going to happen in the news. What might not? Parasite. It might happen in the news. Something there's been a parasite playing up or something, Matt. You've got to open your mind real wide now. So, yeah, bumblebee nuts. Go on, Andrew Simmons, you <laughs> sexy newscaster. What are you laughing at now, Morgan? Well, I haven't quite ready, but you started talking so I had to... Oh, yeah. well, you have to do it quick. You're going to fade it out. Don't worry slowly. about my pain. No, no, let's down in that. So, that was the news and everything. Okay, so, uh, right. Uh, this is from Stacy in Oxford. Hello, Russell, Matt, Locke. I'd like to say, just been to the lavvy, have you, Trev? Yeah, it's Trev a... just turns up late for the lavvy, comes in, they're all flustered. Yes, well, I'm having some problems at the minute. I'm so... oh, surprised the way you live it. your life and the way you try and justify the behaviour of dolphins. Pretty obvious what goes on in your lifestyle. A man for whom short snagging is a regular occurrence. <laughs> So, I was listening to your show this week, said, uh, says uh, Stacey from Oxford, and, uh, and before that, I've, I just want you two to know, yes. right, and everyone listening, mm -hmm. there's a paragraph here praising my performance at the Brits. Now, because I'm a modest, level-headed man, <laughs> I didn't feel the need to read that out, okay? <sighs> but, you know, just an example, just a sample sentence, you were very good on the Brits. That's just one sentence from Stacey there, which I edited out, because I thought, why go on about it? Because I'm a good man. I'm a very good man. It doesn't matter to you, does it, the praise? You don't do it for that. I don't do it for the praise, Matt. It's not what motivates me. As long as the kids are getting entertained, yeah? That makes me happy. the job happy. gets done well, though. As long well. as the job well. get done well and the kids are entertained, that's fine. You don't care how you arrive at these gigs. I don't care how I arrive. You don't care what food you're what given. What food I'm given. What facilities what are available. None of these which things. Which particular makeup lady. What particular <laughs> make? All those things. Hey, that's just the trappings. What'd you get in your goodie bag? Uh, oh, whee! Which I'm embarrassed about. I had to give it to a little boy. You should have given it to this little boy, me. <laughs> you're not a little boy, you're a man, sugar. What's a wee? 
A Wii is like a sort of PlayStation type thing, what you can play with, wiggling your hand about instead of. Uh, Trevor's still getting to grips with speak and spell. <laughs> Trevor <laughs> thinks that the, the At At Walker is a genuine dog. <laughs> he, he thinks that Pac Man is a potential predator for him and his ghostly chums. No idea what you're talking about. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. A Wii is a sort of like a games console which responds to your hands moving about, apparently. Now, I was going to keep it or give it to someone or something like that. Other games consoles are available. Better uh, ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't know. That's, you know, that's I do. opinion. <laughs> I don't know about things. Because yeah. that's the thing. They put those things in there. Yeah. To so encourage us to talk about people it like now. you will say it on the radio and right. advertise the Wii. Well, which went on fire and killed thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie about it and say it killed it. Went on fire. I really love the phrase, went on fire. It it's went not off. a phrase. Careful, that might go on fire. That is <laughs> not a phrase. Go on fire. <laughs> so, um, this Wii thing, which is, in my opinion, a bloody stupid name for something it's in English. It's not called that, is it? It is called Wii. It is called Wii. Yes, it is. So, like, it uh, is a silly name and it's a silly... Well, French. I don't know what it's like. Trevor, please! It's a quite a daft product. Um, it's a nice product. I, I had it in my house, and because it's so well packaged and stuff, I sort of thought I wanted it, right? Because it looked all nice and that. Um, but Lynn, who looks after my house, she's got a grandson, young Grant, lovely lad, well behaved, right? Uh, I see him looking at the box, right? And I thought, oh no. <laughs> Right, I see him looking at it, because you know me, I'm kind-hearted, but I will resent doing the kind things that I do. So I do the kind thing, and then think, oh, damn you, <laughs> I've done that kind thing. So, you know, so I thought, oh, that little boy, he's 11, he's much more going to appreciate some games console thing than I am. If I really need one, I suppose I can afford to buy another one later on down the line. If I find myself at some point in my life going, I must have a Wii, you know, we'll leave the pun. Because we're better than that, come on. So uh, I'll buy one. But, you know, I thought, give it that lad. So I goes to Lynn, because I thought, check with Lynn. Is you alright to give that lad that thing? And he went, oh, I've already got one. No, he wanted, like, you know, Lynn, because you check with a parent or guardian, because otherwise it might, you know, cause some Why sort of Why are you telling me this? I'm just, just when it came up. You it was as if you're trying to spoon from, feed me some information. <laughs> you, listen, you say you dragged <laughs> so up the Matt, subject. if you take anything from this, check with the parent. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're irresponsible. You're the kind of goon who would take a not. children's party. No. Cause a lot of botheration, whereas you me. You once to try and win over a kid's friendship, bought him a lighter, which was so <laughs> stupid, and let him stick his head out of the sunroof. He liked that lighter. All right, he soon dies <laughs> of paramania. <laughs> but like, you know, come on, I was responsible with that kid. I bet you, you can't think of a single other thing I done. Oh, I can. In... Go on, what? I'm not going to blot what? your ego with tales of weeing on the coals in a sauna that you've pretty crazy. You still I'm a from pretty it. crazy guy. I do all crazy things. So go on, and how did you offer the thing to the? So checked to... with his nan. You got to let your sister play. She goes, tell him he's got to share it with his sister. So I goes, yeah, oh, you got to share that with your sister. Have it. And his little face was all happy and all like went all red with excitement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. Well, what do you mean what? You seem so bitter about it. <laughs> And then I remembered my childhood, I and I hit him with the box, and I hit his sister. <laughs> there! That's what life's like! Share that! Learn some lessons of life! Life is about pain and suffering! And when you've been through some pain, then you'll get a games console! No <laughs> matter I played with a bloody broken spectrum while my alcoholic stepfather belched downstairs, came in, oh, it's, he's on night shift, he's on night! Well, you play! Enjoy your childhood! 
I had a nice child and my mum was a very, very good woman. Now, anyway... So, so you that, feel good about that? I feel good that I've done it's it. It's good that you did that. A bit full of, like, uh, what is it? Regret. <laughs> I want it back. <laughs> I don't want it back. I'm happy. I've done it. It was a kindly thing to do and it I was. feel good about it. And what's it. nice about you is when you do something good, you never talk about never it. Never talk it's, about it. That is not why I do these Mind things. Mind you, I brought it up, um... Yeah. Well, I only brought it out because it was written on his hand. <laughs> hey, <laughs> under right on my hand and thrust under your nose with a big thumbs it's up so, sign. It's a bit like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose I'm a bit like Jesus. Interesting point that you make there, Matt. I suppose I'm a bit like an actual new Jesus. Anyhow, any so yeah. When you're experiencing a pervert swimming underwater, says Stacy from Oxford, right, because we're getting back off. Other things in the goodie bag, it was just, you know, stuff you don't need. What do you need? Well, Consumerism like, is distracting us can from I have true something? purpose. <laughs> of course you can. There's some girls' knickers in there if you want them. Is there? Nice knickers. Always give knickers away, these nice. things. Not always, Matt. Sometimes you've stolen those, haven't oh, yes. you? <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, there's some men's pants. Yeah. Uh, there's some, some sort of weird uh, a bottle opener shaped like a skull, but you don't drink beer no more for you might like that. I'll still open bottles. What are you doing with them? Tipping them down the drain? Yeah. Out of respect for your thugs? <laughs> <laughs> my dead thugs. Oh, for all my dead thugs. Oh. I'll tip a 40 to the curb. I still drink cider. All right. But oh. you haven't considered me for this present, have you? <laughs> have you? I love skulls. <laughs> <laughs> I know you love skulls. Ah, <laughs> oh, Matt, give him a skull. All right, you can have it. So, any, it, so that's some of the things that are in that bag. I'm share it my sister. You'll know, you'll, you'll share that with Lucy and Sarah, you spiteful little boy. <laughs> so listen, re look, we're talking about lifeguards. Sorry. We've been going on about lifeguards for a very long while. Now, a lot of us here believe that lifeguards <laughs> are strutting, preening posers, using their position as lifeguards to lord it up over the women folk and make less secure men no, you know, just perhaps a man who's less secure about his body. I don't know who this guy is, but maybe when he's at a swimming pool, he sometimes wears a T-shirt because he feels a bit shy, right? You don't. Oh! <laughs> what do you you wear the tiniest little... Well, we've been in this before, but I mean... My lovely sexy trunkies. Yeah. A lot of people think I look handsome in those trunks, mate. Who? I don't know. Who on earth? <laughs> um, hold on. Even that dolphin would puke. <laughs> <laughs> that dolphin would snag right up my leg, would <laughs> take me on the ride of a life. Goes... <laughs> He'd back evolve back into an amoeba. <laughs> Keep out of trouble. <laughs> I'm better off as a single cell. So, uh, anyway, look, I'm trying to learn you, Sank, about lifeguards. Get on with it. <laughs> You've got to force these things out. What? You're too easily distracted. I am easily distracted. I Make am. The tablets. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so we've been saying that lifeguards are potentially dangerous people only in the they, job. They will accidents They will accidents to, to give, give them something experience. to do, exactly. Jumped up tennis umpires. Jumped up. So this person says, um, I have seen these perverts that swim about looking at lady bits and sometimes men's bits. They are not very subtle about it and it creeps me out. Although she spelled that creeped me out. Where it's sort of like, it's sort of, hey, French pancake. I went all flat. <laughs> <laughs> I went all flat. Did, will I be sweet? Will I be savoury? The decision is yours. <laughs> I found myself the victim of these perverts and once caught an old man trying to look up my shorts. That's quite a hard thing to do, isn't it? Look up someone's shorts. Yeah. Oh, give us a look up in your shorts. a little mirror on a, yeah. like a dentist's mirror. A periscope. Mirror. A dentist mirror? Yeah. Why are you trying to sexualise dentists? Dentist Sexy, mirror. aren't they? You always sexualise, and everyone we work with, Matt, no, sexualises them, and then I can't focus on my job. He goes, I need here, to put him off. Why don't you imagine? <laughs> when we used to work somewhere with this bloke, he goes, here, imagine him, imagine him drumming his fingers on his stomach all covered in talcum powder with an erection. <laughs> it made me not be able to do my work properly. I did I did erection. imagine it. You did. You said That's you, the bit that you, you said like on. you. 
<laughs> Maybe I did. I can't remember what happened. But the thing is, it mean we got sacked as usual. It, anyway, I found myself a victim of these perverts, trying old man trying to look up my shorts. Even worse was when I had to rescue someone. Even this lifeguard. Look, Stacy, the lifeguard. Oh, I had to rescue someone. Oh. Yeah, well, I gave a child a game, okay? <laughs> so when it comes to gates of heaven and St. Peter's dishing out purple art to where he does up there, I think I'll be numero uno kind guy. I was looking at, I caught a man looking at my boob area as I gathered myself together to get changed after doing a rescue. I told my manager and he said he couldn't really do anything because he hasn't caught the pervy man in the act. Unless you actually catch him. God, that man might have had a problem with his eye. You might have... <laughs> what do you mean? You might have just had a, one of those lazy eyes. What, it just rolled down the boob That's pretty lazy area. to be living down his swimming trunks. <laughs> so I then bought it on myself to give the man evil looks every time he entered the poolside and refused to give him a spare pair of goggles. If he'd have drowned, she wouldn't have saved him, she's saying. It's, essentially, she's saying she would hold him under the water and let him <laughs> splatter out his last just because he's got a libido. Uh, so he could no longer perv, because so, I wouldn't lend him goggles. After a while, this tactic worked and he never came back. I just wanted to add, don't hurt that little puppy that that Irish bloke is sending you. Also, can I suggest you name it Eric? Well, we'll accept Give that puppy to another kid. What Good other idea. kid? It's a kid on crutches. Good idea. <laughs> the little boy that's frightened of dogs, give him a puppy, he'll learn to... Mm, yes, we that's could a good do idea. That. We could weave yes. that together, but I want the dog. <laughs> you know when you're yeah. swimming? Mm, yeah, I do know that. And you, when you're a kid, normally it happens, and oh, you yeah. swallow water and then you yeah. do one of those huge burps that you can't, nice, do yeah. <laughs> I can't do on land. I can't do on land. Do you like... <laughs> we got... Aqua <laughs> burps. Yeah, I like that. Tastes chlorine. Burp. Yeah, they're great. I know, I didn't have nothing else to add. That's just what you want to say, is it? That's your message, isn't, isn't that it, Matt? That's what you want to be remembered for. Yeah, I could die now. Happy. Matt Morgan died today. I'd just like to say his life work amounted to a big, loud belch sound tainted with chlorine. Everyone Remember, knows, kids don't do drugs. Yeah, I know. Well, fair enough. Did you, nice you must message. know what I mean. I do know. I know what you oh, mean, okay. Matt. I know all sorts this of things. Is this email over yet? No, nope, still See, going. the mind wanders. Look, hold on, we've probably got someone on the phone. I said, oh yeah, about lifeguards. Look, there's a bit more info about lifeguards. This is a person also called Matt. You guys theorised that lifeguards secretly want people to drown because they get so bored. I'm in disbelief that Maggie from Cincinnati could deny this. She was a lifeguard we spoke to last week. I'm a lifeguard and I can tell you that you never truly experience boredom until asked to watch a pool. I would very much like something to happen. Anything. I wouldn't even mind if someone had to sacrifice the permanent use of a limb or pay some other price for me having something to do. Love the show. Matt. <laughs> Matt, you sick animal. For heaven's sake, willing people to some thoughty death just I for something to do. Yeah. lifeguards have a special call if there's a poo in the swimming pool. <laughs> what? There's a special what? A special they have, sound? They a, no, they have a sort of... Uh, <laughs> That means no. there's a whoopsie. No, they have to have a, they have a special thing that, that comes over the tunnel or something. I can't remember. Well, they go, well, like if there's a fire in the theatre, they go, Mr. Sands is in the building. Mr. Sands is burning my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and they do say that. Like, so they say, we've had a visit from Colonel Plop Plop. <laughs> Could you fetch the net? Because Colonel Plop Plop <laughs> is stinking out the pool. Sorry, I shouldn't have raised that. You certainly shouldn't have done. Now, we've got someone on the phone who actually is a lifeguard. Here's a something we got off of this guy. Here's the something. Oh, we got this guy a little while ago, yeah? He said this to us. He's called Simon. He said, I would like to admit that I am a lifeguard and I would like it if someone drowned. 
Then he said he, he was willing an old lady to drown. Oh, and then he nearly said, drown, they mean, don't they? No. Mm, I don't know what he means, but he's on the line, and we'll get to the bottom of this, so help me God. He goes, the same goes for bouncing. I used to be a bouncer. I used to walk behind clubbers. Oh, yeah, him. Trip him up. We talked about this guy last week. He is an insurgent. He's a rabble rouser. He's a prankster. He's a human. You're gonna love thing. him. Here he is. It's <laughs> Simon, everyone. Hello, Simon. <laughs> Hello, What's going on? Are you all right, mate? Yeah, how are you? Yeah, good mood, good mood today. We're happy about life. Us three guys, us troubadours, us dancers of the airwaves. We three, we happy three. But what about you, Simon? What are you up to today? Oh, nothing much. I've I've done the morning shift, so, uh... What was um, your morning shift on, mate? Being a lifeguard? Yeah, well, I'm a fitness manager, so... Okay. Okay, you manage fitness. Now, you, I must say, you sound very masculine, and I've instinctively, intuitively <laughs> cupped my own genitalia for protection. <laughs> so, what exactly is it, as a fitness manager, that you do? Um, basically, within, within a sports centre, I look after all that is fitness. Anything to do with fitness, you're, you yeah, work fitness. on it. Now, what is this? Can you tell us a little bit more about this lifeguard phenomenon, where you, the lifeguard, will people to drown themselves to death? Basically, I didn't think, I thought I was out there on my own, but then I was speaking to some of our lifeguards and it, um, it runs, it runs right through. It's a theme. It's almost a defining factor, is it? It is indeed. Right. And it's not that you want them to drown, because obviously when they drown, they die. Yeah, that yeah, makes you look bad. Thing. But if they drown a bit, yeah, then that's good. like struggle. You want to see them struggle? <laughs> yeah, like splashing around and that. <laughs> well, it's, it's annoying that you get trained to do something in the, in the prospect that you hope it'll never happen. Yeah, yeah. that is true. Well, so do you think that applies in all jobs? Perhaps do you think the military are secretly want a, a war or something? Well, actually, I was thinking about that. Snipers. I'm not concerned. Snipers? Yeah, sniper at all, but you, you, you can't have a sniper as a job. What do you mean? They're always... Yeah, they do. Police marksmen. What, and they're always hoping for something to snipe Well, every time yeah. they fire a bullet, they have to fill in loads of forms. Okay, so you think that snipers want to snipe, lifeguards want a lifeguard, bouncers... Hey, they just want to bounce and kick heels. <laughs> Crazy. What about, we're thinking about getting an ice cream van and going on an adventure. Would you uh, like to be our sort of security in that, but we, would you do that? Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Now, we'll make sure we do it in the middle of some kind of riot, <laughs> so <laughs> Simon can keep himself cheerful. <laughs> Simon, yeah, let's have some, let's recruit people now for our new thing. What's that, Matthew? Uh, Simon, have you ever had to dive off your lifeguard chair into oh, the pool? Yeah, I've, I've never once been in the water. Where do you... Oh, that must be so frustrating. And it's also too hot if you're dressed in that room. Imagine you was a gigolo and you just never got to any action. You'd just be standing there in your suit with your big collars and that and going, Oh, man, give me some action. So you've never jumped off that chair. What, where do you... Where is your swimming baths? Because we, we, we'll come down there and just mess around. It's, around. Um, it's in Basingstoke. Basingstoke. Right, I've done comedy gigs there and let me tell you, it's no laughing matter. <laughs> so why don't we come down there and nearly drown a bit. Simon, thank you for your time. Yeah, You're mate. a lovely lad and thank you for speaking the truth because he's a whistleblower, this guy. Yeah. Not only when he's on the job of being a lifeguard, go <laughs> stop petting, but he's a whistleblower on the whole culture of lifeguards and for that I applaud you. Serpico of lifeguards. Yeah, yes, alright, take care Simon. Love you, love you, bye. So Come those on, jobs, you don't know that you're good at that job because you're never tested until it actually happens and you might realise, oh god, I'm not a lifeguard, I lost it when that old lady went under. It's worrying, isn't it? Yeah, you might suddenly just, well, say you find yourself thinking about something else, you dive in, there's an old lady, she's gone under, and you're just thinking about, I don't know. Well, if you have a sort of Vietnam flashback. Vietnam flashback. Even if you weren't there. Yeah, I just, hold on, I'm having a flashback to Vietnam, but I wasn't even born then. <laughs> I'm having a flashback to the the worst lifeguard ever. <laughs> it's ridiculous, I'm thinking about Platoon. There's a lot of you, things going with these Why buttons. are you poor faces? Because oh, of the buttons? Yeah. Don't try 
can't communicate them like your part machine, like you're in Tron or Terminator 2 or one of the other films where robots are. You always go on me. about. I will go on about things. What's some up to date? What like? Robot films. What's an up to date robot film? AI. AI? That sounds like a Cornish farmer just after you leave his house. Now listen, G's here, he's our poet laureate of our programme, what we do on Radio 2, right Saturday's here. 9 to 11 podcast. He always summarises our show with a brilliant poem. Sometimes the poem is self-aggrandising, hopefully egotistical. this- Often egotistical. I've been hanging out with you guys too long. Oh, really hurts when people say things about my lovely ego that I've worked so hard on. And Matt's ego, horrible thing it is. Like, my ego's nice. It's like a tadpole is swimming in <laughs> slime. So, um, alright then, G, what's this thing you want to promote on our radio yeah, show? basically I'm a part of a collective of poets. Do um, you mean a gang, G? <laughs> is it, are you talking about gangs? We've got our own gang signs, hand signs, you know, we, we throw up on walls and everything. Oh, crack. Right. Yeah, and we're called Shot From The Lip, and basically we're trying to promote spoken word poetry, mainly throughout London, but we're reaching up throughout the UK. And so you can go to www.shotfromthelip.org, that's all one word, and you can just find out about a season of events that will be starting on the 28th of February. Got a young person like myself, I mean, I'm just a young guy, I'm in London town, I'm living my life, yeah? <laughs> what kind of events can I expect to see? Different spoken word events for all types of people that like different types of poetry, so you will see people just reading, like, classical prose, you'll go to nights where it'll be, like, a DJ night, like, play lots of different music, and they will have a mm. spoken word section, you'll go and see live bands playing, so we're trying to cater for all different types of the spoken word scene. All different types of spoken yeah. word scene. Yeah. What are you going to do there, mate? I'm going to be at an event called One Taste on the 4th of March, and that's an event. Yeah, Trevor's coming down to that event. Trevor? Yeah. What's he right. doing there? You're ruining it. Because we're out on the street. We're gigging. We're out there. We were amongst the people. I gig, baby. <laughs> I gig. Not on the streets, you don't. No, I don't like it. It's cold. That's called busking. <laughs> All right, mate. So, fair enough. Well, go to it. You know you've got a bit of a following on this radio show. There's women that talk about you and stuff. Do they? Oh. Yep. You could probably, some of them might go to this event, maybe, and you might be able to. I don't know what oh, you guys no, get up to, on. but you know, I don't you know what the poet seems like. together on this, you what? and G. <laughs> what do you mean? It sounds like this is pre-planned. Yeah, what do you mean? You go, I mean, there's probably some girls who like you, might like to go, on the 27th of April, G will be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to pimp him, if you that's are. what you're I will suggesting. be there strictly for the poetry. I'm there for the poetry too. On the, what's the date again? <laughs> the 4th of March, the Bedford in Ballon. And I'll be wearing some pretty sexy suits that night. Let me tell you, I'll be dressed like a cobra girl. I don't know what they are, but I reckon I'm going to look pretty tasty. That's nice. All right, so there's that thing. You can go to it if you want. Now, are you all right, Matt? You like a bit of poems, don't you? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course I do. What one? Name one, then, that I you like. I like, um, uh... Look, you know, nothing wait, about Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Yates, it's pronounced. Go on, and what about Unspun you, Unspun socks from a chicken's laundry oh. by Spike Milligan. Oh, you silly, silly boy, though he was brilliant. Go on, what about you, Trev? Song of Myself by Walt Whitman. I'm reading that at the minute. You're reading, reading Walt Whitman? What a yeah. poem. Song of Myself. It's a beautiful poem. I urge people to seek it out and read it. I'd say this to you, good people of Britain. Read the poetry and rhymes of Rumi. He's got all sorts of things oh, to tell you. Oh, lovely, Rumi. Rumi? Yeah. Rumi. Yeah, roomy. That's how I describe. Not is that the way that oh, Matt describes his flat. Whereas actually, roomy <laughs> is a brilliant man. So okay, there's a bit of stuff about poems and that, which I oh, think I sanctions us. Like. Go on, go on. Margaret Atwood poem. Uh, something 
on the words. Hand up to do that. On the You're words. I can't remember what it's square. called. Something on the word sleep. If you Google Margaret Atwood and sleep. If you Google, I'll tell you something. When you went that about poems, because it was reminded you of school the last time you thought about poems, you put your hand up to say, Oh, I know a poem. It's Margaret Atwood with his little hand up in the air. You sickened me. Like a nine I remember when I first knew you, you had to go around your house and, and used to read poems. I do, I know. I like poems. Peculiar, man. <laughs> Rambo. Come and sit with me. I'll read a poem. Can we just watch the telly? No! It's about a poem now. Take your pants down. Listen to the words. They're exciting. Right, OK, we've got someone on the line. Uh, who is this person and what the hell do they want from us? That's the question. I'm on. Hello, who is it? Okay. Hello. Hello. Hi, I'm Ben and I'm from Cornwall. And ben from Cornwall. <laughs> ben from Cornwall. You all right, mate? I'm beauty therapy. You, you, do, you, you do male beauty therapy? Well, I just do beauty therapy for... Both sexes, really. <laughs> really? Both sexes? Kinky. <laughs> so, what, so, you're down there in Cornwall doing beauty therapy. Well, Sounds I... to me like an idyllic life. <laughs> well, it, it is quite nice when I get the clients in, but the problem I've got is that, I, well, I've won quite a few competitions and awards. So competitions I be... to do with beauty therapy, yeah, or are they yeah, just things yeah. where you save tokens on crisp packs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, all related stuff. All right, good, And good. Um, I thought I'd get loads of clients coming in to say, oh, I want to have him, he's won that thing, but... Mm. Most people in general are just too scared to have treatments with guys, and it just seems to be like a big problem. Do you think that it is that they have a problem with guys, or is it you specifically? Tell us a bit about yourself. Do you <laughs> well, sort when, of wear marigold gloves me. with rings on over them <laughs> and giggle a lot and wear tights with no pants under them <laughs> so your genitals look like a burglar? I think that's what they think, actually. Quite often I think, well, gosh, what are they expected from me? <laughs> yeah. but, um, What's I your hair like? My hair? <laughs> I'm imagining you've got sort of blonde cropped hair with a longer bit of the front sort of spiked up. No, it's not spiky at all. It's quite, it's long, but it's, well, no, it's no, it's, it's Listen, don't lie. You look in the mirror and tell us what you see. <laughs> this second and it's stop a, these crazy lies. My, my fringe is about just by my earlobe. Oh. Your fringe is by your earlobes? <laughs> well, it's squiffy then, isn't it? What's your name, Jerry? No, Ben. My, my partner's Jerry. But that's ben convenient, and isn't it? Are you to do with them lollies? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that a lot. I'm sure you have. <laughs> <laughs> he had a really polite laugh and then revealed the profundity of his boredom. <laughs> the comment. So, okay, right. Well, we need to get you some more clients down there in Cornwall. People are being sexually. What is the sexually, problem? They're, people are sexually prejudiced, Matt, because Ben is like a fella doing beauty therapy. People go, oh, I don't want some bloke thumbing away at my blackheads. But is that because? <laughs> A woman would think, well, he's never done makeup on a woman. I am a woman. Maybe that's why. Is it to do with makeup, though? Even is it? Well, is it Ben? Where I work, we don't actually do makeup treatments. It's it's a lot of massage, facials, and waxing, really. I'd like that off a man or a woman. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't mind if I was a woman. As long as there was extras, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I think you understand what I'm saying, baby. Well, I'm very, very professional. But no extras. <laughs> no happy endings. Huh? So you don't do a little happy ending at the end of the massage. No. Oh, I've been by anyone yet. <laughs> well, we'll pop down. Whereabouts in Cornwall are you? Uh, Falmouth. Falmouth? <laughs> I bet you have. Probably because of all these extras that you do do and you denied it, Ben. You live in Falmouth. 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 <laughs> I've been to Cornwall once. I went there once, once, and I got arrested or something happened. I can't remember now. Funny it was. Once, once. <laughs> once, once. That's twice. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it, twice. That one that's after once. <laughs> you I know when you do something that happens again? What's that number? <laughs> um, uh, ben from Former. Former. Okay, so, right, we've got a coax. You just said help. Oh, uh, but anyone has to help you, Ben, and I'm going to be absolutely clear about this, you must go help. And in your case, we want you to do it in an aggressive way, like you're a great big bloody 
doorman or something. <laughs> Help! <laughs> that is nice. All right. I actually so, believed that. I believed it because he sounded like one of them people <gasps> that bite you. Take okay. the exorcist. Ben, we've got to get you some more. How many people work in the beauty salon that you're currently at? There's about six therapists. And you're the only fella. Yeah, I think I'm the only one in Cornwall. <laughs> have you got? Oh, lovely. Have you have you got nice nails? Yeah, very nice. Hmm. Have you got nice hands in general? Yeah, very very. Cool. Any tattoos? No. Do you wear a vest to work? No. <laughs> okay, so very listen. Do you wear a sort of white pinny thing that they wear often in a dentist or an osteopath to give everyone a sort of air of clinical authority? No, I wear like a black one. It's. I Ooh. think it looks a bit kind of like an. It looks a bit like a martial arts. Martial arts. You're dressed like a ninja. You are frightening people. <laughs> people are scared witless of you, hovering about, dressed like Jackie Chan. Why don't you try wearing like a sort of a Hawaiian shirt and just have it so one nipple is always <laughs> exposed and then colour that in with purple lipstick so it's all like, I've done once put lipstick on my nipples, I looked great. <laughs> is oh <this> God! <laughs> Radio Two. Radio Two. <laughs> Radio Two. We're on Radio Two. All right then, Ben. <laughs> now let's get to the bottom of this. Matt will be the first to offer advice. I can see him now scratching away at his filthy scalp, trying to work tank out. What's what are you going to suggest, mate? I would say, do a good job on one person, mm. and then when when you've done when you've had a good customer, get them to tell as many people as possible. What? Get the word out there because what you've got over all the female beauticians is you stand out. Yes, he's got a gimmick. He could really... This could be a good screenplay, this, Trev, I think. I know, I'm, I'm thinking you've got to turn your perceived weakness into a strength. Can you think of any example from history where that's happened? No. Right, because it's impossible. Yes, If you've right. got a weakness, it holds you yeah, back. Right, Hide right. that with... Yeah. No, Stephen turn Hawking. it into a novelty. Stephen Hawking didn't turn it into a strength. He, he just did. overcame it. But he couldn't do anything else, so... Learned like Matt, I think you're on such fragile ground that you should probably shut up. I never thought I'd have to be the one doing this to you. He turned a genius Sorry, mathematical brain into a genius mathematical astronomer. That's what he did there. Exactly. No, what you've got to do is say, look, I do male beauty therapy. Invent Has he got to do it like how you're doing it? Yes, he has. With your Nixon-style hand <laughs> gestures. You've got to get your hands up and put it backwards and forwards like you're directing traffic. As I you don't like that. No, it looks I'm... like you're trying to make a tunnel for your head to pop Exactly. In. That was a mistake. Don't do that bit, Ben. What you've got to do is call yourself a male beauty therapist and try and sell the fact that you're a man. Don't hide it. Let's get a story in the local paper about Ben. Let's say, for example, he was caught stealing from a florist. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let's, let's invent some propaganda. Yeah. I know what. Let's let Ben come and do beauty therapy on us, on the radio, then we'll promote him. Now what, we want massages, you better bring some of them birds though, because I don't want a fella touching me. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's the problem! There's the problem in action! It's my hate and my prejudice, that's the problem, Matt. Do you see it? I don't mind, I think, um, no, I'm not going to say that. Go on, say it. Well, Go on, say it, don't be ashamed. You men are stronger, so the massage will be better. Matthew, do you think that you might be gay? Yes, good. <laughs> I'm working for you f through a few things at the moment. <laughs> Work for a lovely match, come out as gay at last. This should make the show a lot easier now we've not got that elephant in the room. <laughs> right, now, okay, so Ben, you come here and do some beauty therapy on us. We will ourselves overcome our natural prejudices because I think, like most men, if ever we're having some sort of massage or beauty treatment, we're just thinking, at any moment, this is going to become sex. Exactly. Now, as heterosexual men, with you, we won't be thinking that, although Matt might be, and why shouldn't he? Because being gay, in my opinion, is a right lovely load of thing to be. <laughs> Go on, Matt. You've got what, your hand up again. What he needs to do is do a beauty therapy on a female celebrity. Who like? Um, for instance, Madonna. 
Or Anna Wing, who played Lou Bill from EastEnders. Do it to Joss Stone, she's from the West Country too. Joss yes. Stone, Joss let's Stone. get her on the show. You need a celebrity angle, it needs to be a female celebrity. Why Come can't up it be here me? rubbing creams into Russell's faces and gonna help. Exactly. It yeah. helps me, mate. We well, could always have a back sucking cracker or something. Ooh. I bet we could, <laughs> you saucy devil. Not while I've got breath in my body. No, actually, I wouldn't mind <laughs> no, having you'd that. you be there a long time with Russie. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> I've got a lovely snack. <laughs> <laughs> back, what is it? I don't know, it's something to do with the snack. Uh, like back, back, what's wrong with back and crackle? Nothing. I've got hair on my back. No, I've got no hair on my back. Why are you saying hairy back? Turn around, show me your back. Have a look at it. It's a <laughs> <laughs> an idiot. He didn't even realise that his mouth would go off the microphone <laughs> then when he turned around. <laughs> I'm all tangled up now in my own microphone cable. It's confusing. Get up here, Ben. Bring Jerry if you like. Bring a couple of salts from the beauty therapy place. We'll have a right laugh. Get them drunk. Get, you can give us a massage. We'll publicise you. We'll get a female celebrity here. Let's get a female celebrity. Who can we get? We'll get one in as a Josh guest. Stone. We'll get Josh, Josh Stone. Stone. We'll get Josh Stone. She'll come. <laughs> we'll get her in. Or some other female celebrity. Don't matter whom. Just a good one. And then you do beauty therapy on them and us. I'm looking at the production team for our show now. They'll go, can we please not do nothing? Just rely on you to do all the content. No! You'll do some work, you layabouts. Right? So you come up next week, we'll pay your travel. And, get, and what he needs is a photographer from his local paper. Get a photographer from yes. your local paper. What's the name of your local paper? Um, the West Britain. The West Britain? I can't, I can't come up next week, though. You will come, young man, or we will see to it that you fail. We'll crush you. <laughs> we made you and we can destroy you, Ben. Oh, I've got a really important competition next oh, week. Competition? Competition? What? What's happening? You're racing Skeletrics or something <laughs> with the people from the Chippy? No, I've been in the, I'm in the running now with two other girls, and if, if I get through, I'll other be representing England. Other girls? You mean other girls? You said other girls. Yeah. Ever goo, other gov. Other girls, that means you're, you're a man, Ben. <laughs> I've been, I'm, Start yeah. acting like one! <laughs> <laughs> ben, I want you to come here, mate. All right, if not no, next he's week. In the competition. He's doing his contest. He can do, do the his competition contest. here. Bring those girls here. We'll do the competition here. Trevor! Yes. Why were you thrown off MySpace? Because I'm trying to turn everything into an opportunity for sex. No. Don't do it to How this radio you? show. How dare you? Come on, I might have said Radio Shoe then, and in a way, it is. So listen, Ben, come, do your contest, and the week after, if we, any of us care anymore, why don't you come up then? We'll try and remember, yeah? Brilliant. Do well in your contest, and then come up, bring someone from the Western Gazette, we'll pay your travel, bring a couple of the girls from the salon, Lovely, why not? And then, well, it's all gravy, isn't it? All the rest of the gear. And then, um, yeah, we'll have a lovely time. All right? Brilliant, thank you very much. Well, we've helped you. See you and later. Did he say help, did he say? Oh, he did. He did, he said it in that butch voice, which you really liked, Matthew, I love that. you said. Okay, all right then, Ben, bye, love you. Thank you. Bye. See you, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. There goes another satisfied customer. We're he good men, aren't we? He is isn't he? Yeah. He's more committed to his competitions than his actual job. He's obsessed with the competitions. Yeah, he's exactly. in it for he the competitions. And he goes, oh, I've got a competition, now yeah. I'll have customers. He's just, you know. He's already He's doing things around the wrong way. Yeah. He's doing yeah. it ass about tit. Now, if he applies the same logic to his beauty therapy, Good he heavens. probably puts the lipstick on people's nuts. <laughs> That's the way I see it, and talcum powder in their eyes. He's bonkers, he's topsy-turvy, but in a way, he's an artist. He's the Jackson Pollock of the makeup world. Let's support him and get right behind him. He'll be here in a couple of weeks. Will he? Will he? Will he, though? Um, huh? I don't think so. No. He probably won't. Yeah, that woman who's managed to do rude things on the table. She's not here, Matt. She's on holiday, Matt. Oh, She's God. been driven away. She's oh, skiing. That, well, they call it skiing. One fella either side. Oh, come on! Oh, my wife's gonna kill me! turning into a dirty what? old man. Everything. I'm not really. I'm just me, living my life. All I want is everyone to be happy. Bye!
<laughs> so anyway, should we listen to a record? Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones if you want, but if you don't... Hey! Hey, you're the boss. <laughs> hey, come don't, on, we're all... do that. Why not? You're sweating. Oh, of course I'm sweating, because of the pressure. You should see the state of my nuts. <laughs> oh no, here we go. No, come on, we did that last week. Come on, get them out. And right. they've got lipstick on. <laughs> of course they have. Oh, God, you've, you've gone the way of your cat. <laughs> 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 now then, we got sidetracked there by making for making a little video for YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Trevor, what's the problem? You want me to offer a retraction for something? Yes, I just want you to uh, retract what you said about me and MySpace. <laughs> I'm uh, very sorry. Me and MySpace. <laughs> so happy together, <laughs> Trevor and MySpace. Trevor, what do you want me to say? You designed you, a statement. You made a lie of, uh, up earlier, and just just say that. What I'm, was the lie made up? Well, you, you said I'm not going to repeat it because that just repeats the lie. Mm, just say that what Trevor, you said if about you repeat me. It, it can't itself out. No, it doesn't. That's it cancels not, itself no. out. In mathematics, it does. This is yes mathematics. No. This is defamation. Defamation. Look, it was an accident that they deleted my account and they reinstated it within a few hours and they apologise. Sounds a bit fishy. Is all I'm saying. Sounds a bit Nothing fishy. Nothing fishy for my end. No smoke that fire. MySpace is over anyway. Is it? What's new? Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Don't you have to be in university to do that? Uh, no. What have you been posed as a student or something, Matt? Is that I why, might is that have why been. the long scarves and the sudden interest in paleontology? <laughs> I'm a student of the University of Life. <laughs> You'll be very lucky not to get expelled, I would imagine, where you've been carried on. I don't know, we'll give you a grant to come here. At least I've been a student. What? You've never been a student. I was at that drama school. I learned how to That's do acting. That's not being a student. It is, mate. A student of Stanislavski. The emotions of the body, the emotions of the mind and whatnot. I don't think showing bodies have off. emotions. Yeah, showing off for a I'm a little star. Little <laughs> <laughs> kids talking like that. I'm a little star. We're getting a dog for our show now. Now, that might sound irresponsible and stupid, and it is. And there's some suggested names for that dog from this lady called Lola. Hmm. That in itself is a good name. Yeah. Dog name <laughs> suggestions are the future, says Lola. Here are some suggestions. That's One, what we should call him. The future. The future. Hey, future, come here. It'll sound like we're trying to summons the, the future, future to come to us. It'll be crazy. It'll be bonkers. It'll be crackerjacks. Fred is one of the suggestions. Rubbish. Two, unisex. Mm, don't like that. Russ Ma Matrev. A combination of all your names. Russ Matrev. Russ Matrev. Sounds like a robot. Yeah, mm, it, it does, like yeah. What something needs to pep it up. You need a little bit of Rusmatrev. You need a bit of <laughs> Rusmatrev. Hey, what this situation lacks is some Rusmatrev. That's not what the people at MySpace thought, though. They thought there was just a bit too much. Rusma they liked. Trev was a problem. Stop <laughs> it. No, let's not defame. I saw a cartoon once. It was about the Jackson 5. The Jackson 5, in the cartoon, had a robot called the Jasmatron. And that just this didn't make sense as a storyline. Night then. Now come on, we've got lots of things to talk about here. Some of them are written down on email writing. Dear Russell, Matt, and Trev, says Ryan Rossum, I have one simple question which applies to you all. Dot dot dot. Especially Trevor. Have you ever thought about being gay, or are you already <laughs> gay? I asked simply because I myself was wondering if there was any ever a chance for me. Russell, you are going down a strom in the gay community. I hope he means storm, because strom sounds like a weird That's thing. That's gay lingo. Strom's very good. Bad. Is it Polare? Piccadilly Polare. You are going down a strom, son. And I wonder what that means, but I don't mind doing it anyway, because it's only a metaphysical me. Right, so, Matt, have you ever thought about being gay? No. Well, there's that time we had to kiss each other in a threesome to get the girl to go along but with we, it. I put my hand up. Oh, yeah, we, it was ridiculous. This girl, me and Matt, got caught up in a threesome. This was in the past, crazy days. She goes, you two have got to kiss each other. Me and we went, oh, bloody hell, do we have to? And it was really like a brittle No, kiss. I said, and Russell went, okay. <laughs> Come on, Matty. <laughs> 
Actually, you can go home, yeah. dear. I'll call you a cab. <laughs> Clear off. You're spying on our love. <laughs> Come on, Matthew. Pucker up, cutie. Um, I actually was as worried. Actually, mate, I just thought, let's get this threesome on the road. That's what I, I was know, thinking. No, you're very committed to it. I was just sort of didn't care. I just thought... What were you doing there? You should have even been in my house then. Thanks. <laughs> well, if you're not going to give this threesome the commitment it deserves... It was... We just sort of faced away. I put my hand up. It was, she was very easily hoodwinked. <laughs> she certainly was. And that is a euphemism. <laughs> oh, come along. Yeah. Why did you tell everyone that on the radio? I don't care about nothing. Yeah, it's I life, do. Isn't it? I yeah. do. Anyway, it was past. It was the old days. Don't worry about anything. What's the point? You're right, Trev. Yeah. Why did you suddenly cock your leg up when we started talking about threesomes, sat there like Hugh Hefner in his dressing gown with his willy exposed? Well, I'm relaxed. I'm relaxed. You really? Know. I'm relaxed. I'm relaxed. It's the end of the guy. show now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, we're coming towards the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, We've got yeah. a lot of, well, you know, let's try and sort a few things out. I've never thought, I've never thought I was gay, but I do sometimes find very straight men, very straight handsome men, mm. attractive. Well, and guess I go what, a bit Trev? Around That's them. being gay. <laughs> no, it isn't. All right? It Here's isn't. the news. You're gay. No, no, no. Live right, with so Flinch then, thinking I should press gift. a button. <laughs> I did it when I went, here's the news. <laughs> oh, no. Well, perhaps Andrea will read that out. Andrea Simmons. Hello, this is Radio 2 from the BBC. Trevor Locke has come out as being gay at long last. Gay community have, of course, abandoned him, <laughs> as have MySpace. <laughs> so, um, hold on a sec, we've got a few things to do. Mr G, Poet Laureate of the show, is going to summarise this show we've just done in the form of a poem. Let's welcome him with atmosphere. Yeah, all right, all right. Go on, MG. All rise. The court is now in session. Judge G presides over these studio confessions. First defendant, I spy a Mr. Trevor Locke, accused of losing his space as he resides within the dock. Next up, there's Matt Morgan, whose role is actually very important. He survived the dog stalking but sent little Alex to his mauling, to the stand I'm calling, the ringleader of this band, an expert on obscene dolphins and discoverer of Monkey Land, a.k.a. Mr. Brand. <laughs> the three of you have been accused of numerous crimes, divulging flower stall secrets and throwing buds as a child, aqua burps in the pool, beauty treatments with style. I charge you all with the offence of making Radio 2 listeners smile. Yes, Mr. Yes. G there with Another some propaganda for us. Poem. It was a bit egotistical. Well, he said Judge G at the beginning. <laughs> he did say Judge <laughs> G. Elevating himself. Why do you get to be Judge G? I'd like to be a judge. You said you're the head of the gang. Yahoo! Me and Trev are just minions. Oh, yeah. Couple yeah. of barristers or something. Or that one that does that typewriter with only a few buttons on it. How does that work? I don't know. What's he using as his gavel? Hmm. I don't know, Trevor. <laughs> Being the incredible sex god you are, what advice would you give to us mere mortals to seduce a fair lady? Just okay. be nice to him. Be honest. It's not to you, Trevor. Oh. Crikey, a barrage of lies. A <laughs> barrage of lies. Just a, a sort of a mist of lies. Lie spores released from a gland. No, just be yourself, be nice, be honest. Help, I haven't had sex for three years. Any tips on how a reasonably attractive but quite large lady can get laid? Um, well, if you're a woman and you want to have sex, just say that out loud and people will have sex with you because, uh... We're up for it, aren't we, lads? That seems to be the general I consensus. No, yeah. I don't know. Come on, Matt. Do I have don't to kiss be fussy. you again? What's going on? <laughs> 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 Matt, I just need a little kiss to make this evening go with a swing. <laughs> so, uh, another thing here. Yeah. I feel I should tell you about a graphic dream I had last night, says Tamsin. It was about having sex with you. Oh, come on. Oh. It was so realistic, I feel I know you intimately. One thing, you wouldn't stop talking, even during the act of sex you were rambling on, and I was trying to think of ways to shut you up as I'm not into chatty sex, I wanted to know, is this a realistic representation of you, or has my imagination gone a bit too far? 
Um, is well, ch chatty sex is that an actual thing? Chatty sex. Okay, this is a bit of the old Come sex room. Chatty sex. Hey, let's have some chatty sex, you little chatterbox. <laughs> like Parkinson in here. <laughs> okay, it was at this time you started to realise you had a gift as a musician. <laughs> That's it. Backwards, slowly, slowly. Oh, do that. Oh, touch that. Oh, crack it. Go on, do a blow off. No. To ruin it, I liked that. <laughs> what of a chat show sex with Parky? Parky. Well, listen, have it then. Do you know, I'm sure yeah, he's up for it. I don't know, he might not be, not if he's ready to. Trevor! Do you ever do that though, pretend to be somebody else? During sex? Yeah. No. Huh. That would only, could only denigrate the experience. I'm quite happy, I just pretend to be more me than I actually am. More you? More what, me, Trev. No. Yeah, I'll, I'll, no. Who do you pretend to be during sex, Well, Trevor? not Michael Parkinson, no. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> couldn't do the voice. Of course he couldn't. Matt, do you pretend to be anyone during sex? Um, I don't. No, I don't. What's I sometimes the point? think. No, I don't even pretend they're someone else. If you happen to start I'll pretending just things, things, go and have it off with someone else. That's yeah. my advice, yeah. Ruined Seven. everything. Seven. Right, Seven. okay, this radio show is nearly over on that horrible, <laughs> grimy note. Listen, this is a lovely universe. Sex should be an expression of either love or. So don't bother doing it if it isn't for that. You that ain't had it for three years, don't worry about it, you will again. You who wants to attract people, just be yourself, you're attractive already. Okay, thanks for listening to our show, thanks to all our contributors with your problems. Remember to keep calling us, no don't call us, send us an email, russell.brand at bbc.co.uk and leave your phone number so we can contact you for pre-recorded shows. It's important that you do that, you're making our lives hell. And make sure they're sensible problems, not daft things like, oh, I want to have it off! You know, because it just have it off, alright? Now if it's something to do with something interesting, I don't know, maybe there's a load of frog spawn in your pond and you want to know what to do with it. Something like that. That's interesting. That's I'll, good. I'd like I'll bucket it. I'll bucket of frog spawn by my bed for a while. Over and died. It was weird. Why'd you have it by your I was only a little boy. It wasn't yesterday or something. Okay, so that's... <laughs> that's the end of our radio show. I'm Russell Brand. That's Matt Morgan. Enjoy it, darling. Apart from the... Don't call me that after telling people you kissed me. <laughs> and there's Trevor Locke. He's that got his own me. shoe in his hand. It wasn't me. I have got my shoe in my hand. Why would not? anyone have their shoe in their hand unless they're to carry out some sort of cobbler mugging? A drubbing. Gee, thank you very much for your contribution and thank you, everyone. Keep listening. Download the podcast. Give us a number one. We're going to do that ice cream stunt. Now it's time for a bit of old newsy poos and hopefully you'll have the words in it. Frogspawn! 88 to 91 FM, this is Radio 2 from the BBC! BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand.